Live, statewide, on the Ref Radio Sports Network, it's the T-Row in the Morning Show with the voice of the Sooners, Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. Spikerman, fly ball into left. That ball's hit well. Back to the warning track, to the wall, and this series starts with a home run. Join in and text the show on the Air Comfort Solutions text line at 405-651-3439. Here's the 3-1. Line drive deep into left field. That ball's rocketed out of here. It's a two-run homer for Peyton Graham. And the Sooners are in front in Lubbock. Hit the guys up on the Riverwind Casino calling line at 405-329-9000. Here's the 1-2 to Squires. Fly ball, deep left field. If this is fair, it's gone. It is a home run. It's a home run. A two-run shot for Brett Squires, and it's home run derby in Lubbock. Now, live from the Brown O'Haver Studios, it's the T-Row in the Morning Show with Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. Love you, Ted. Uh, I missed you Saturday. I know. I'm going to tell you right now, Texas beats Alabama. It is go time. It is go time time. It is go, no, go, lock, and lower, to love them, and leave them, smoke them. If you got them, see you, want to see you, see you on the other side. Time, time. Because in Oklahoma, you weren't able to go out and shop, really. You weren't able to go out and, you know, go to the beach or anything like that. It was just kind of planes, like actual planes, not the flying ones. All right, good morning, everybody. It is a new day. Thursday, August 25. Leave it up, Drake. Just let it go. Let it go. We got to get to the good part here. Nine days away from a Sooner kickoff. Single digits, folks. Seven for the Cowboys. One week from today, you got the Chippewas in Stillwater to take on the Pokes. This is the ref, the home of Sooner fans. Here we go. A1 and McGriddle with you on a Thursday. Turkey bacon still on vacay. Gonna get hot again today. High of 95. Gonna be a warm next few days. Staying away from the triple digits still, but... Good and toasty out there. Good morning, everybody. Toby Roland, Drake Dyken with you. This show brought to you every day by Extreme Outdoor Equipment. We bring it local now and blast it across the state of Oklahoma and beyond. As we start today here at the ref for the next 12 hours, you've got uh, local sports radio that will knock your socks off. I mean... I'd put on two pairs of socks if I were you, because one of them's going to be on the floor by the end of the day. Drake Dyken, good morning. How are you today? I'm excellent this morning. Tiro, how are you? Listen, Dad. Listen to the excitement in your voice. Listen to you bursting out of the gates on a Thursday morning. Did you get a little iced coffee? Iced Pixie coffee. Stick. You got something to get the blood pumping? That's right. Today? Got some iced coffee. I already had some toast. I'm good to go. Toast? Yeah, toast. A little bit of peanut butter on the toast. Peanut butter toast. That's right. Huh. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. Is that the norm for you? Are you a toast in the morning guy, or was that just today what you had around uh, now? It's kind of become a little bit of a go-to, because one of the things that um, 
I've started taking it as a supplement recommends having a little bit of fat in the morning to <laughs> in your diet. So peanut butter, it's it's kind of the I easy go to there. So okay, all right. Well, no problem there at all. I guess I guess I got no problem with that. I yeah. guess you can eat. I'm that glad you've got no problem with it. I've decided I have no problem with Good. it. So you you do you. Yeah. And it sounds like it's working because you are in a uh, good mood, it sounds like. Absolutely. What's going on today, Drake? How was your win today? Oh, it was a a bit of a mess of a Wednesday yesterday with everything going on. Uh, What happened? Oh, I don't know. Uh, A little bit of everything. Uh, We're so at the mothership here in Norman. We've helped Uh out the Norman Public Schools for a long time. Uh, with the their in-house scoreboard production for football. Well, oh, okay. We're, I've heard of this, yeah. We're handing it off this year, and I, I've kind of always been the point person on this, as it seems like for most things uh, technical with the station. Right. And, you are an engineer extraordinaire, uh, a master of all trades. Yeah, I master of none, absolutely. But uh, I was kind of coaching up the uh, – people that are taking over with the school district for the in-house production yesterday. and it was, I'm with uh, you so far. Yeah. So it, it was just all these things were shut off for a year, figuring and out got, what it is. You got they frustrated got at the yeah, person yeah, yeah, yeah. Try, you're trying no, to no, teach, no, 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 and you no, no, said. No, no. They were very just good. let me handle it. Yeah, just let me handle it. No. Uh, it was more so equipment that's been sitting for a year that hadn't been utilized and like, okay, some people have been in here unplugging things, have to figure this back out. But we're good. Had a little bit of a weird dream last night. Um, hmm. Do tell. It, I don't know why. Like, obviously, I have this subconscious thing where I think that my uh, master bathroom is completely falling apart. But hmm. basically, the only thing that I remember from my dream is... That I walk into my master bath, like the glass for my shower uh, is just falling off. And it uh, it actually, it's falling off and I find out that it's plastic instead of glass for whatever reason. This is in Uh, your dream. Yes, this is in the dream. And that all the drywall is crumbling off and that there's some type of major leak. And yeah, so... Um, not what you want. You, no. Did you now? Did you watch one of those fixer upper shows yesterday? No. Or anything? No. Uh, okay. I, all I watched was Big Brother yesterday. So, hmm. yeah, I I don't know. Is that the end of your dream? Or that's did... that's all I remember from the dream <laughs> is that okay. I was uh, I had woken up basically, gone into my bathroom, and it's completely falling apart, literally from the studs. So, isn't it interesting, Drake? Uh-huh. That in all the ways we've advanced as human beings, right? Uh rockets, computers. I mean, we've really figured out some complicated stuff. The the, the internet is a fascinating thing where you can, you know, apparently get retinal scans and all I mean, we we send people to outer space. We've done that for a long time, Drake. Humanity is amazing in the amount of you understand what I'm saying here, Drake. We've I can I can smell what you're stepping in things. so far. Yeah. 
Yet we still have not figured out why we dream, how we dream, and how we capture. Like, like how do, how come we can't ever remember anything, you know? And why? Where does it go? Where does it come from? All that kind of just No one has any idea any of that stuff. Fascinating. Well, I hope your master bathroom is okay. That sounded like a terrible dream. <laughs> it was. It's definitely a the type of nightmare. Wake up uh, in a cold sweat. Yeah, it's the type of nightmare where you know that you are officially full-blown adult, too, because yeah, that's the yeah. thing that you're <laughs> afraid <laughs> of is your, your bathroom just completely falling apart. Like, oh, i got to pay for this now. Yeah. You watched Big Brother last night? Let's uh get it yeah, out of the I way actually right here so people don't yell at us later. Yeah, no, no, no. I got caught up on uh, Big Brother last night. So, what'd you think about Terrence? Uh, were you proud of him or disappointed in him? Well, I was proud of him until he just went up to Joseph, who was like, "Hey, by the right. way, this is what <laughs> Kyle's doing." Like, I didn't right. understand that at all. Like, they he's could've... trying to pit them against each other. I well, don't know if it's a good move or not. I don't but... think it's a good move. I think that mm-hmm. you have the opportunity to have. A possible majority whenever right. uh, these two ends of the houses uh, meet back up and to where they've been sequestered from each other. So they don't know the circumstances of how it is that Joseph ends up out of the house. You could have just kept it the same. Like it, I put Turner and I put Joseph up on the block right away. Joseph was uh, who Alyssa voted for uh, and Kyle was just put in a bad position. So. Joseph was voted out and you could have at least played it off as if you're not playing with these two other people. And now he's given himself zero options. You're back to where you started before you were HOH and you, you have nobody really to play with aside from people that have zero power. Well, I mean, most likely it just seems like a bad decision because Joseph's going to go tell Turner now Turner if Joseph stays in the house, uh, well, Alyssa is in trouble, obviously, which she would have been anyways if Kyle was out. And then Joseph, uh, if he gets voted out, he's going to have already told Turner what's happening. So the rest of the house is going to know, and they're going to be going gunning for you. So it, well, it's it was bizarre. It surprised me. I don't know if he did the right thing or not. This is all going to come down, though, to um... – Terrence's vote because he's still going to be able to swing some deals here if he plays this right because uh Alyssa's going to vote to keep Kyle and Turner's going to vote to keep Joe so Terrence is going to break the tie here and so it's just going to be up to all right who who do I want to play with right they're they're both going to have to bargain with him here you know what I'm saying so he may end up okay out of this but I agree with you I thought he was going to just be quiet and I was a little disappointed poor Kyle I mean, not poor Kyle. He'd kind of backstabbed everybody, but the same. For some reason, I'm kind of cheering for Kyle and Alyssa. I don't know why, but oh. it is definitely. Thank God for the outdoor crew because the inside is boring. This oh week. goodness I mean, gracious, yeah. It uh, and, and it's the uh, unless and unless he flips on Monty here, then it could get real good. Oh yeah, he, no. and he might do that. If anybody would do that, Michael might do that. Mm-hmm. No, but I mean, the basically everybody that is outside is like, you know what? It stinks having to live outside and not have uh, all the. It's not the that bad. That but it's the, not. It's, they act like they're in the wilderness. Yeah, they or act like they. But the thing that is hilarious to me is like, you know what? We'd rather be inside, but 
You know, Jasmine's in there, too, so we're kind of glad we're outside now that we think about it. <laughs> Poor Jasmine. Everybody hates Jasmine. Uh, but I her, mean, her, her and her week. birthday week, too. I mean, yeah. my goodness. Birthday month now. Yeah. This is Michael's chance, though. If he wants to, this would be the easiest chance to get Monty out if he wants to do it right here. I don't know if he, I don't know if he'll pull the trigger or not. Anyway, there you go. And there is your Big Brother talk for this uh, Thursday morning. We probably won't talk about it again, but what a show! What a show! Um, all right. Well, this is my last show of the week, so we're gonna finish with a bang today. Coming up at seven thirty-five. We unveiled the number one ranked team in our countdown, the 2022 T-Row in the Morning Show Top 25 College Football Countdown ends today. Five-week run ends today. Team number one coming your way at 735 this morning. 805 this morning, Scott Howard, play-by-play voice of the Georgia Bulldogs, stopped by. We'll talk about the defending national champion Bulldogs and what they got coming up, coming back this year. Got another special guest stopping by later on as well. Mostly we want to hear from you folks. Got to uh, revisit that poll we threw out late in the show yesterday. See how you guys voted. That was an interesting topic. You can call us, 405-329-9000. That's the Riverwind call-in line. We love it when you text, though. The text line is the engine of our show. It is the Air Comfort Solutions text line, 405-651-3439. Underway on a Thursday. Here on The Ref, we'll be back. Some say it's TJ's fault, but the name of the show is the T-Row in the Morning Show. So who's really to blame? You know? Welcome back, T-Row in the Morning Show. Drake and T-Row here with you today. Or A1 and McGriddle, however you want to say it. No turkey bacon today still. Uh, if How about those uh, pictures he put out just to rub in our face yesterday? I didn't see them. I hold on. Insta hold on. on Insta on the IG. Yeah, he was like, uh, he was uh, not poolside, but uh, lazy riverside, snapping photos. What a punk! Just rub it in our face. What a punk! Mm-hmm. Uh, that's, that's typical for Mr. Cranky, so hopefully he comes back in a better mood, so. I'm just glad he's getting a break, that's all. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, everybody knows that he doesn't get much of a reprieve during football season, so. Right, right. Uh, Norm Regional Health System brings you this hour of the T-Row in the Morning Show, Air Comfort Solutions text line. Uh, Toby, you're in a tough spot on Friday with Cade Cavalli making his Major League debut against the Reds. How about that news yeah. that broke yesterday? Yeah, not a tough spot at all. Uh, go Cade. The, the Reds are terrible this year. The Reds aren't going anywhere. I'm a giant Cincinnati Reds fan, but this is not a tough spot at all. I hope Cade Cavalli. First off, congratulations. He has uh, been sensational in that organization since the day he was drafted. Uh, he's rocketed up the ranks he's been their number one guy and now he gets his shot at the bigs on friday night and smart of the nats to bring him up against a bad baseball team quite frankly even joey Votto's out of the lineup right now he just had season ending surgery rotator cuff surgery so uh no this is no issue at all i'm rooting for cade cavalli to have a great night and to start his 
major league career on the right foot. So awesome. Just awesome for Cade. I can't wait. Yeah, uh, has had a really good August so far, too. ERA in the mid-twos with uh, 27 strikeouts in just 21 innings. So uh, Cade has been... He struggled a little bit towards uh, the beginning of the season at the end of spring training, but he's pieced it together. And obviously, uh, the Natinals, they uh, think well enough of him that uh, they feel like it's time for his major league debut. So, congrats to Cade. It's, you know, it's too bad that he's not getting to go face off against Nick Lodolo because then it would just feel like a old fashioned <laughs> Big 12 matchup. So. I didn't even think about that. Who's he? Who's uh, who uh, the Reds pitching? I haven't night? seen who it is that the Reds are uh, pitching, but Lodolo just pitched Tuesday, I think. Oh, okay. So he wouldn't be okay. in the rotation spot. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that would have been cool. Uh, next up, Air Comfort Solutions text line. TJ might need to start eating peanut butter toast in the morning to fix his chronic crankiness. <laughs> you know, it couldn't hurt. Mm-hmm. And uh, last He's one. a fruit guy. He's a fruit in the morning guy. Uh, specifically stone fruit. He likes some stone fruit in the morning when it's in season. I don't even know what that means. What's stone uh, fruit? Stone fruit, like a peach and apricot. Well, what makes that a stone fruit? The uh, seed inside of it. Oh, okay. That's what you call it? Yeah. Never heard that in my life. So fruit with seed inside of it is a stone no, fruit? No, with that big kind of like hard seed like a peach would. Okay. So specifically we're talking about peaches, uh, and that's about it. Peaches, plums, apricots, mm-hmm. apricots. Mm-hmm. Okay. I've never heard that before. Yeah. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Stone fruit. He uh, loves a good stone fruit in the morning. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. And last one here on the text line. I know it's football season, but Skip Johnson is killing it on the recruiting trail right Ooh. now. It's hard to keep track Every of day. who they have gotten this week. Every day he's got commits coming yeah. in. Yeah. Big time. Okay, a couple of things. If you didn't hear yesterday, our Josie show is set next Friday, a week from tomorrow. will be our annual Josie show here on The Ref. All three hours will be co-hosted by... Sooner Athletic Director Joe Castiglione. This year coming to you live from Neighborhood Jam in Norman. Is that That's Main Street, right? Yeah, that's Main Street. Down on um, Main Street. Yeah. Near the tracks. Is that the best way to uh, tell people yes, how to get there? Yes, yeah, yeah. Uh, right where tracks. coaches used to be back in the day. Just west of the railroad tracks on Main Street. Mm-hmm. On the south side of Main Street, Neighborhood Jam delicious restaurant plenty of room in there uh, it'll be great so come on by you can have breakfast with us watch the show drake can we have a speaker in there some so people can hear the show or is that uh, maybe that'll we're, bother we're people, gonna try to logistically figure out what it is that uh is best for neighborhood jam uh because i mean uh some of the places that we've gone to in the past they've just had a radio that's connected to their speaker system in there and they've been able to just pull us up via their signal well i we just have to figure out we'll figure out okay. a speaker or some type of system to get hooked up with them on so all right cool i'll leave that to you so that's next friday morning six to nine the joe c show here on the ref live from neighborhood jam in norman uh lots of interesting things to ask him about right now from uh you know the start of the brent venables era to the SEC, to uh, the, these recent tailgating things, 
Uh, lots of stuff to talk to Joe about, and I'm sure you're going to want to ask Joe about as well. So that's the time he will take your questions um, via either calling in or Twitter or whatever the case may be, or uh, uh, texting next week. So mark it down. Also, OU soccer at home. I'm sorry, did you want to say something? There, no, Drew? I was just going to say, and you might get to see a uh, shoe reveal for T-Row too. So, Well, that has been the case. I don't want to put too much pressure on Joe, but mm-hmm. in the, the past couple of years, he has brought a gift, a new Jordan with him. So my fingers are crossed, but I don't want to put too much pressure on Joe to remember to bring me a new pair of shoes. <laughs> I will say the ones that we got with our uh, crew gear this year are pretty sweet. Yeah, those I like those a lot. Have you tried them on yet? Oh, yeah. I wore them to the uh, SSP event the other day. I didn't even look at your feet. Sorry. uh, Way to go, go, T-Row. I am waiting for my, uh, what is it, the uh, crease protectors? I'm waiting for my crease protectors to come in so I don't crease them. Uh okay. Soccer tonight at home against Arkansas. Big match tonight, John Cranefield against Arkansas, seven o'clock. Volleyball season opener tomorrow night at home against Gonzaga. They're at home all weekend. They got a big uh OU invitational this weekend. It starts on Friday night against the Zags. And the schedules are set for Brent Venables game week. The weekly press conferences will be on Tuesday this year, which is what they have been, right? Drake, I'm so confused by things now. Last year it was Tuesdays as well, correct? Yes. 11 o'clock, basically. 11.15 will be the Brent Venables presser. I believe we will take live coverage at 11. You can correct me if I'm wrong on that too, Drake. I think Chris Plank. That's correct. Live on the Senior Sports Network. Chris Plank will uh, start coverage at 11 a.m. every week, and Britt will have his presser at 11.15. The Rudy's shows are on Monday nights this year. They start here in uh, one, two, three, four days. This next Monday, August 29th, will be the first Rudy's shows of the football season. 7 o'clock will be the huddle. In week one, I'll be joined by uh, Gabe Eichard and Caleb Kelly. And at 8 o'clock will be the Brent Venables show. Uh, Teddy Lehman will join me for that. I expect we will have big crowds. And so I would suggest you get there early to get your spot and your barbecue and get settled in. There is one exception. I don't want to confuse everybody, but uh, Labor Day week, which is week two, we will do the shows on Tuesday night instead of doing them on uh, Labor Day. But Every other week, they will be on Monday nights this year, starting this Monday, uh, and one hour later than in the past. So the huddle at 7, and the Brent Venable show will be at 8. Okay, let me give you the results of this um, poll we threw out yesterday, and we can talk about it on the other side. We talked about it during the show, and then threw up a poll late in the show, and um, 2,400-plus people have voted on this now, Drake. After OU goes to the SEC, if you could pick one of these to play in non-con every year, which, Nebraska or OSU, 57% say they would prefer Bedlam. Hmm. 43% say 
Nebraska. Over 2,400 of you have voted. That's a pretty good sample size. Yeah. So we'll talk about that and read some of the replies on the uh, other side of this timeout. Does that work? Yeah, works for me. All right, very good. Break time. Thursday morning here on The Ref, it's uh, A1 and McGriddle with you. Back after this. The T-Row in the Morning Show is powered by Extreme Outdoor Equipment, your full-line dealer for bad boy zero-turn mowers, tractors, and implements. With two locations, I-35 at Goldsby, exit 104B, and I-44 at the Newcastle Tuttle exit 108. Uh, Correct me if I'm wrong, Drake. You thought Nebraska would win this poll sizably. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, you were wrong. Um, eh. OSU fifty-seven percent. Fifty-seven percent would rather play Bedlam than Nebraska. I'm not surprised by this. One, you have to consider the source. It's, it's, it's Twitter. Been a, yeah, it's Twitter. It's been a decade since you've regularly played them. I mean, yeah. If you did the poll on Facebook, I think it would be closer to fifty-fifty. Just demographically, I think if you are. Uh, old enough to remember the OU Nebraska glory days, which is prob- probably means you're 40s or later, um, then I could see why you'd lean that way. If you are, if you skew younger and you don't remember the OU Nebraska glory days, then Bedlam's been a whole lot of fun, and I could see how you would skew Cowboys. But here are some of the responses, and they are adamant in, bo- in both directions. Um, let's see. Uh, Brian Lynch, Nebraska, 100. Um, Adam Davis, had Nebraska not fallen off the face of the earth, then I would have chosen them. Uh, Eric Stewart, we want a real rivalry, Toby. Go Big Red. Uh, Alvin, I would like to say Nebraska, but I could see them being the Rutgers, being Rutgers in the next 10 years. Boy, I hope that Ooh, doesn't happen to them. Man. JG, definitely Nebraska. Um, Sooner 1988, any Bedlam games going forward after the move to the SEC will be OU home games. Take it or leave it. Oh, he's throwing down the gauntlet there. Wow. You want to play us? You got to play us in Norman. Yeah. Savannah State all day long. Uh, Scott Badberg, Nebraska is my vote. 405 Bass Fishing, Nebraska is the only answer. Uh, a lot of Nebraska tweets, but OSU wins the poll. Hmm. Um, late on, I don't know this person's name. It says OSU, it's a free win about 78% of the time. All right. Uh, well, it, it so, sounds like even the people for the most part that like responded that are voting for OSU are basically saying, well, you know, it would probably be Nebraska if they hadn't been bad the last 10 years, but you know, they have been sooner. Scott says, let's keep, let's keep spanking little brothers backside. I, um, I edited that. Uh Uh-huh. Uh, here's another one that says no more bedlam. I'm tired of giving charity to the pokes after all that crap from their president last summer. OSU doesn't deserve to share the field with the sooners. Mm. Oh, strong feelings both ways, but the majority of the people out there yeah. uh, voted that they would rather have Bedlam every year than OU Nebraska. Pretty wide disparity, too. I'm very surprised right. by that. Yeah. I get it. I mean, listen. 
I'm listening. It has that. Listen, I'm Drake. listening. Yeah, my attention. They, they have been, um, for the most part, highly competitive, and certainly very important games. The last Uh-oh. decade. Whoa. My apologies. My apologies for the interruption. <laughs> was that lucky or who was that? That was uh, Stitches that Stitches. led the Bark Brigade. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> There's a dog going by outside. Um, uh, you know, for the most part, every one of them, almost every one of them, Big 12 title implications in some way have been on the line. And so there's been a lot of tension. There's been a lot of importance. There's been uh, ESPN game days and primetime slots, and Bedlam's been a big deal while Nebraska's been out of sight, out of mind. So I get it. Not to mention there are a lot of people who live in this state, who work in this state, who go to school in this state, who love the rivalry aspect of it. I'm sorry that is a hot-button word, but I don't know what else to say. The fact that you and your neighbors yell at each other over it, you and your coworkers, the person you sit next to in church, the person you sit next to at school, you love that part of it. You can wear your red, they wear your orange, you needle each other. It's a fun part of our lives in this state. Sometimes it's painful when you lose, but it's great when you win, and it's a fun part of living in this state. And if you had to choose one of the two, I get why a lot of people would choose. I want to keep playing Bedlam. It's a fun thing. So I'm not necessarily surprised, but it it uh, it it, uh, it is a peak. Now, I don't think either one's going to happen necessarily. I, I don't think. Not in the near future, anyway. I think if Bedlam continues, it will not be a week or an annual thing. I think it'll be probably every so often, and it might take a break here for a while um, to let feelings calm down. But um, certainly, I don't think OU Nebraska is going to be an annual get together again. But interesting poll, anyway. Yeah, I mean, for me, it's just hard to like feel the need to grasp onto a matchup to where in their state of most competitiveness uh, with their most wingiest coach and program history, they've still only won three games in 17 years against you. So for me, it's, if you lose that game, it's just really not that much of a heartbreak for me. It's, but also a lot of that is I had it drummed into my head, from my dad as a kid, like you don't need to be concerned about OSU and that Nebraska, Texas, those are your rivals for OU football. And for me, it, that's that's why it is that I view the Nebraska rivalry so well. Even though I'm not within that age demographic that you mentioned earlier, that's why it is that I look at it that way. Uh, th- why was that necessary? Mm-hmm. That's right. Why, why was it necessary to – Throw the little I'm younger than you jab yep, in there. That's right. That's right. We're getting along fine mm-hmm. this morning. You've had your toast with peanut butter and that's your right. iced coffee. And we're getting along swimmingly, and you had to take a shot. I, Unnecessary. Oh, you fans that love Bedlam, there is nothing that makes me lose faith in OU fans faster than that. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Then loving OU Bedlam? Then loving Bedlam. That matchup, it's you don't need it, OU fans. 
You don't need it. That's not. The, I don't think that's what they're saying. I don't think they're even saying they love it. I think that it has been it has been fun mm-hmm. the last well always, but especially the last twenty years. It has been fun in part because they've won it so much, and they get to stick it to quote unquote little brother when they do. Now they're coming off a loss this year, so but. What did you say, 17 out of 20 or whatever it is in the gun? Uh, they've won three in 17 tries. They would probably consider it not as enjoyable and not want to play it as much if they had lost a few more times. Right. So they get to walk into the office or walk into church and needle their cowboy friends more often than not. Roughly so that's part of the enjoyability of, the time, of it. Somewhere in there, right. historically. Yeah. And again, Nebraska stinks right now. You know, it would, yeah. this would be entirely different, I think, if Nebraska was Penn State or Michigan, or if they were playing at a national championship level. And you threw out, "Hey, would you like the opportunity to play Nebraska every year again?" Even People if, say, "Heck yeah!" But even right if they now, were like a Wisconsin, if they were somebody that, sure. even if they weren't a national title, it's better they, Iowa, better. even yeah. just better. I mean, they've been yeah, they won three games last year. So, I don't know. It is interesting, and there were some adamant feelings on uh, both sides of the poll, and I'm sure there'll be some more people that want to text in about it uh, today. Uh, It's kind of one of those pie-in-the-sky poll questions, though. I don't think Joe was sitting there watching the tallies roll in, waiting to play in the future of Oklahoma football. I think the more interesting, the more pressing. You're saying that Joe C. doesn't make his administrative decisions based on what Twitter tells him to do? Are you kidding me? That's right. uh, Let me carefully (laughs) state this. Absolutely. I don't think he – but I do think he does base a lot of decisions based on what our show tells him to do. Yes, absolutely. But not necessarily Twitter. So um, we could talk to him about that next Friday. Of more probably appropriate and uh, immediate concern is what's going to happen to those Georgia and LSU and Tennessee games that are on the docket that are probably, at least certainly from 2025 on, going to be wrapped into conference schedules or wiped off or or whatever, and you're going to have a bunch of and maybe even before that, you're going to have some premier non-conference games to reschedule. You're going to be in the SEC, so it's not overly concerning because there's still going to be big-time schedules. But can he replace those games with some entertaining non-conference and battles that we would anticipate? That is of more immediate concern. And maybe that includes Oklahoma State and or Nebraska. We shall see going forward. All right, 647 in the morning. 405-651-3439 if you want to text us. Air Comfort Solutions text line. We are about 45 minutes away from unveiling the number one ranked team in our countdown back after this. The Ref. Network studios are powered by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, tornado. We can help. Call 405-735-5510. Final segment of Hour 1 on this Thursday. Final show for uh, T-Row before game week. How about that, T-Row? When we get back together, Mm -hmm. it'll be game week. Ooh. 
Uh, now, is it true what the reports out there are saying that you are uh, meeting up with Turkey Bacon down at uh, the House of Mouse? What do you think? Yeah. No. <laughs> I am not headed to the House of Mouse, nor am I meeting up with Turkey Bacon. Oh, I don't know. This one. This is called uh, One Final Deep Breath. Mm-hmm. before the run begins. I think uh, the next – well, we do have a bye week in the football season at some point. I haven't overlapped that with the basketball schedule. I don't think it – I think it. Uh, there's a possibility it's actually a weekend off. We shall see. But I think it there's is. There's about I think it two... is. At least for the, the men start on the 25th. Is that right? Between next Saturday and whenever baseball – stops playing there will be somewhere in the neighborhood of of two free weekends so maybe we shall see so uh this is one last opportunity to get to uh take a deep breath and then here we go it's time to uh start the gauntlet that's right air comfort solutions text line uh how many of those voters were osu fans those numbers are close enough if you remove the osu fans answering the poll it might favor playing nebraska yeah maybe i don't know i don't know how many osu fans follow me on twitter you know i i, I, I would maybe I'm there sure are there's some, some just, but i wouldn't think that get, there's yeah. enough i don't think there's a lot but it's possible it's possible that that uh carpetbagger uh john holcomb hijacked the uh, poll uh, <laughs> uh, most uh, Nebraska rival fans are deceased, is what Ralph in Tulsa says. No, that's not true. I mean, you know, you you only have to be in your 40s to remember, uh, you know, the 80s. And there was, some, and the, I mean, certainly beyond that, there were some great OU Nebraska games, but uh, it would if you can remember the 70s, too, then you're really locked in, I think, to you know, uh, 70s and 80s, the glory days of that yeah. rivalry. Mostly if amazing. you can remember either the 71 or the 78 game, then you're probably. Or 72 or 73 mm-hmm. or 85 or 84 or 88. Uh, yeah, a lot of good ones. But, yeah, the game of the century and the one right after that were amazing. 2000, 2001. Mm-hmm. Um, next. 2000, of course. Hey, a lot of us remember 2000 for sure. Yeah. Unless you're a teenager. Uh, so Parker Thune. Uh, Dylan, here's the real question. How many years in different conferences until we feel the same way about uh, OU OSU as we feel now about OU Nebraska? Dylan? Uh, that's from Dylan? Uh, yes. Are they addressing it to Dylan? No, that's from Dylan. Oh. How many years in different conferences until we feel the same about OSU that we feel yeah. about Nebraska? OU in one conference, OSU in a different one, not playing each other. Um, Good question, but they're always going to be around, you know, and we're going to be playing them in different sports for sure, in my opinion. So you're always going to see the o- OSU flags and bumper stickers and license plates and, and uh, you're going to be seeing them in basketball and baseball and softball and tennis and everything else. So I think it'll be a little more top of the mind than Nebraska, who you don't hardly ever see now in any sport. Right? That makes sense, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, no. I follow you. 
I follow you. They're still in state, so you'll still and interact from with those them. fans. Yeah, you're still going to be hearing trash talk, yeah. and maybe even more so because they're going to be, you know. So we shall see. Uh, let's see. Rivalry games are the lifeblood of college football. I don't think we'd be having this conversation if Texas decided not to join us in the SEC. Bedlam needs to continue, and by that I mean Red River happens regardless of what uh, conference we belong to. That's right, but OU Texas is a much bigger deal than Bedlam, and it is certainly a much bigger deal in the eyes of Oklahoma fans than Bedlam. So Red River would continue in any circumstance. I mean, it has. They didn't used to be in the same conference, Mm -hmm. and now they are, and if they weren't again, they would continue to play. It is too big of a thing for college football, So, but I agree with you for the most part. And last one here on the Air Comfort Solutions text line says, Josie may not listen to Twitter, but he should listen to me. All right. Uh, Hey, um, we got high school football getting underway tonight. Drake, are we carrying any games on the – I'm sure we are on the website for sure. Yeah, uh, on the website, I'll I'll have to look up what it is that we're carrying. But, um, yeah, zero-week games this week. So – here we go. Bixby and Owasso start tonight, is right? That, is that and we have Bixby, Bixby and Owasso tonight? Bixby? Bixby no, it's Bixby. Bixby. Bixby and Owasso tonight, I believe. Correct me if I'm wrong over there in the 918. That's massive. Mm-hmm. Big time games on Friday as well. High school football season getting underway. We'll be back. Sound off 24-7, 365 on the Air Comfort Solutions text line at 405-651-3439. Right here on your home for Sooner fans, the Ref Sports Radio Network.